It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota. Mate, you caught the footy last night? I did, yeah, caught the footy, and mm. it was essentially, it went to script. Poor Adelaide, that's yep. a game they should be winning, and they won. And Collingwood jumped out, started really strongly, had some big injury news. Scott mm. Pendlebury goes down, potential... Um, broken leg. Yeah, cracking a leg. It, well, you pretty... know a bit about legs and broken legs. Now, I mean, in all seriousness, yours was... Uh, extremely graphic. I remember yes. it, but so yours was in half. Mm. If, if it's just a little break, like Jack Redden, for example, I don't even know if this is that actually. He has a broken leg. He's <laughs> um, now. But so, but his is obviously not a bad yeah. one. Uh, yeah, but yours yeah. was a horrific one. So there's there's obvious. Where, where's the balance between? Uh, it's, it's just a normal sports injury. V. That's a, a life changing injury essentially. Fibula. Tibia. So tibia is the weight-bearing one. The fibula is the non-weight-bearing one. So you can have a crack in that. Nat Fife played with a crack in his fibula yep. in the 2015 uh, preliminary final yep. and then went on to have some surgery afterwards. So excruciating, but he's tough. He got out. He went into the rooms and had to run around and tried to get back out. Actually did get out. And then obviously the like-for-like substitute came in, Mason Cox. Yes. Got to Pendlebury. That really <laughs> had me scratch. That, that had me scratching my melon, Britt. I think they had the, yeah. the tallest uh, yeah. sub yeah, ever. Yeah. Can you remember the first ever sub, Britt? The very, very – when it first was introduced, what, uh, 10 years ago mm. or whatever it was, mm. no one knew how to use the sub rule. No yeah. one knew, And uh, I think the Sydney Swans had Mark Seabey. As the first yep. ever sub. So when they wanted to sub some running to the game, they had a big ruckman sitting there ready to go. So it is interesting. Mm. Hey, did you, you were all over the Clarkson Sam Mitchell mm. fighting that's happening at the moment, yeah. Brett. It's all happening now. Some of the journalists out there like to, some um, of them? like is to. Is there anyone in particular? I don't know really, to be honest. I'm not, I'm not over the top oh, of them okay. at all, to be honest. Okay. All right. And, um, <laughs> the, they're, they're, they're the to the again. fact that, um, you know, Sam Mitchell has asked for, Alistair Clarkson to be removed next year. There's about $2 million sitting there if he does get removed in terms of the end of this year and then rolling into next year. Uh, Jason Dunstall, who was the, the person who bought Alistair Clarkson into the footy club. I know that a lot of those board members at the time didn't want Clarko. Jason Dunstall did, and he's very, very close to the situation and was asked about the infighting and whether Clarko will be there and the reports that Sam Mitchell's asking Clarkson to be removed from the footy club. I'm, I'm actually not privy to any of the detail, truth be told. Because when I stepped away years ago, Damo, when I step away, I step away. So I'm not involved. Understand that. Um, but people talk. And, and there are people associated, uh, past players and the like. And, and, and we have conversations and, and you start to find some things out. But all, all I would suggest is that Caro's a little off the mark. Mm. That, that would be the easiest way for me to put it. I'm not going to start throwing stones or, uh, or, or making stupid statements, but I don't, I don't believe that to be the case. Put it that way. The Chief's just thrown some stones of his own at the mm. at Caro's Arrow. So arrows are flying and stones are going back the other other direction. Hey, Zave, you're pretty close to this story. You understand the Hawthorne Footy Club and yeah. the two people within the situation really strongly. What's your take? I've said it from the start. They'll be perfectly fine. They're not best friends, but they've obviously got a lot of history together. And people say that the uh, the plans that follow, you know, following one coach into another, they haven't worked in the past. But the other past um, changeovers haven't got four premierships of history between mm. them. There, there's so much respect. Alistair Clarkson spoke about his family, his business life, his history with contracts. He'll be there next year. And if the only reason he's not there is if uh, Jeff Kennett sacks him, essentially, you'd assume. Clarko will be there. Sam Mitchell will be there. It will work. Their history together far outweighs any other um, plans that have been put in place at any other football club. He mm. will be there and it will work. Obviously, it'll be a little bit prickly. It, it has to be. Clarkson's a champion coach. Sam Mitchell wants to be a champion coach. Yeah. 
Clarkson wants to coach again, surely he'll be at another club whenever he wants to be. But for next year, it will work. That's my thoughts on that there, Mick. What do you reckon? I'd agree. Yeah, 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 I'd agree. And it was emphatic, wasn't it? It was emphatic. And it'll be, watch your space on Caroline Wilson. Because she, she'll, she'll triple down and quadruple yeah. down. Well, someone has to win. Either Clark goes there next year or he yeah. isn't. Tap Touch. The race starts when the bet's on. Tap Touch. Better your bet. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. The horses are on the track. This is Brit's Best. You've all fired up. Now, this is the segment that I know a lot of people sit down, get their notepads and pens out, and finding a winner for everyone in Perth is Brit Taylor. But, and myself but, is in the winner's circle yeah, today, Brett. First boys, time. Congratulations. Slick Mick, we're alive, mate. Yeah, we are well, alive. Well done, well done to the West Coast Eagles. Uh, somehow they beat Adelaide, who are no good. Yeah, well so, it oh, only took right three on, months. Do you want to talk about how Fremantle went on Thursday night? Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. You are, Zave. But they'll be to you tomorrow. Anyway. <laughs> the good news was you kept it simple. You went eagles on the nose. Yeah. You got the cash for life. The kiss principle. It was important mm. to, to get off the board. So now it's just full steam ahead for yep. you guys. Play now, on. how do you play it this week? Mate, I'm just going to have a pretty simple bet. One leg. Zach Jones today in the football St Kilda v uh, West Coast Eagles. They have 25 disposals. Oh, no. Ooh, not okay. these. Now that's it. What happened last night, Zave? Taylor Adams. I st- did he get shot or something? <laughs> I still can't work out here we didn't get from 21 disposals at halftime to 27. You'd spent the money already after the first. Ted's gone from Hale to Double View Seco. <laughs> Britt, where are we going, mate? Now, I can't even talk about it anymore. Now yeah. can't play for the Eagles either. <laughs> All right. We are Belmont, race six, number one. We are going with Hayden Ballantyne's mare, oh. Sentimental Queen. In fact, Hayden's pretty confident. He's got two in today. He said they'll both win. But oh, I know. Yeah, the winner last week, I reckon. Yep, he's, Bellas, go- he's yeah. going well. Sentimental Queen, this horse I was with last start, but uh, funnily enough, got beaten by her full brother, which Ooh. is unusual. They uh, ran 1-2 in the race, but uh, I just think she's well and truly on the up, an ex-Bob Peters horse that he managed to get off him and Ooh. he's doing a great job with this mare. Now, this is a kind of a weird question. Mm-hmm. So you said the full brother beat the full sister. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon they know their brother and sister? No. Oh. Mm. Okay. Mind you, once... Once upon a time, we've got we've got half brothers in the stable, and this was by complete coincidence. And someone came off Joe, and Joe ran. And where did we find him? He was at the yard of his brother Shadow. Mm. Completely uh, coincidence. I like, reckon they it know. Ma- it did make oh, me I reckon. Know. I'm with you, Zave. They know, we, mate. You we know, know much you, about the horses. Yeah, but... you know your brothers and sisters, mm. and uh, I reckon they knew on the day that they were but brothers and sisters. But uh, so Bellas again, race six, number, number one, one, sentimental queen, sentimental queen. It's a good one to get on. If you're a West Coast mm. supporter, it doesn't win. You whack Bellas. If you're a Fremantle supporter, yeah. you love Bellas, and it'll win. And if you're nearby Hayden Ballantyne, when it does win, he gets very, very generous. Yeah, you know, he'll he'll pay for anything, Brit. So just really? stay nice and close. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so reflecting Got Zach Jones, as well. Zach Jones, twenty-five disposals today v the Eagles. And race six, number one at Belmont. That was Brit's best for Tap Touch. A life lesson, the mics are always on. Yeah, absolutely, they always are. And I can't count the amount of times in here that uh, you've said, oh, gee, I. I hope that we weren't on air then. You didn't catch that F-bomb there, did you, Lucy? <laughs> in the break. So the mics are always on. And uh, I happened to catch during the week on Sky Racing, they were crossing to a race at Globe <laughs> yeah. Derby. And have a listen to this when uh, Jim oh, Jakes is crossing. Get, get out nice and early and say very good afternoon to Jim Jakes. Hey, I was wondering if uh, 
I've had to order a um, the beef schnitzel with <laughs> the beef, the beef schnitty. Schnitty. Yeah, like, It's important stuff. I mean, that's uh. controversial in itself. I feel like you go a chicken schnitty, not yeah, a that beef was, schnitty. I haven't had too many beef schnitties, but I feel like he had that lined up perfectly because they were out there uh, a fair way five minutes before the, yeah. the race. So he's ordering now, calls the race. It's a bit like coming home boozed up and ordering Uber Eats in the that Uber. That is genius. And then so by the time the race is finished... The delivery's there. It, it is genius. You just mm. got caught. It must be a thing with race callers. They must get a bit peckish when they're oh, up yes. in the caller's yes. box because it's happened to our very own Darren McCauley as well when he just put a uh, a call through to the Dahl for dinner, his dinner order. Yeah, just like, yeah, just get Two minutes to go. They're at the barriers, and it was the last race too. What about two? It's not. They're not in the mounting yard. No, no, they're They're behind the barriers. They're behind the barriers. We've got to get going. But I did actually. You know what the best part of that was? What? See you, Dal. See you, Dal. Always calls her the Dal. Yeah, I love that. They're just a kind, and I'm in the doghouse at home. No. Love you, Em. Oh, and, and Darren is a, a lovely <laughs> husband. A good he guy. would have gone home and he mm. would have rubbed her feet. So oh, if you're in the doghouse, maybe Em will put her feet up. Anytime. Like, That's the well, stuff uh, I do regularly. Hey, Britt, Britt, we don't know if he's in the doghouse yeah, We don't know just yet. yet. No, that no, was no, what, no, that's no, what no, we no, talked sure. about off air. <laughs> Dave goes, not sure how the uh, marital status is just at the moment. <laughs> I don't know if I'm sweet or if I'm in <laughs> What time did you get home? Give us a call, Em. Give us a call. A bit after 11, so not too Okay, so I think you can judge it in pre and post 12 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, I slept on the couch, so. Okay. (laughs) 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 Another chapter to the story. (laughs) I love that we're just bringing the uh, the off-air chat on here. So it's actually, our mics can always Mm. be on. Um, Darren, it's not the only time he's been caught with one. This happened last week at Northam, where the phone just wouldn't stop ringing. (laughs) They're clearly trying to get to us, but that phone hasn't worked for weeks. (laughs) Red light is on. And then, so, he starts calling the race. And then that had happened a few times. The phone just kept on ringing, kept on ringing. He's in the middle of calling the race. And we all know it's hard for men to concentrate on two, two things, things at, at once. once. Yeah. Around the outside of those rubelicious rows and followed further back in the field, ethical <laughs> secret, towards the tail end of the field is Dark Peak as they race down past the 750. <laughs> as they go to the side of the course... Reckon oh. the phone is. Well, he actually handled it better. Oh, that phone would have gone out the front window if that was me. <laughs> I know. And that was. So you need to have the phone, obviously, for scratching yes, or delays. Yes, and that's delays. what they were trying to call him, and every time he picked it up, it just wasn't working, but they were just so persistent oh. to keep trying to get through to him, even He's a in professional. the middle of the race. He's a professional. Mm. He certainly is. Has it happened to you before? Have you been caught on air? I have little, I do all the time, yeah. but mm. never really. I, we've had to dump a couple of little stories that were getting out of control and we're on air and uh, I didn't realise we were, but um, I'm pretty good. But did you catch yesterday, uh, the 6am news? Now, Jenna, Jenna obviously does a breakfast show with us, had never done the news, so brilliant at it, learning along the way, but technology sometimes gets in the way and uh, this was our 6am news briefing yesterday. Me. No, he is. I think I saw him tweet at like 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. He might be working. That's your gas heater. <laughs> Thanks, Jenna. I was up to date at 6 a.m. yesterday morning with I the mean, COVID situation. Everything was seamless. <laughs> My favourite thing of that is that she was obviously so studious. She was up at 4 a.m., yep. very professional, yes. and then gets caught on the hop. 
The dead set legends have trawled through all of TV, KO, the form guides, and even hit up the North Beach under-10s footy team to give you the best of this weekend's <laughs> sport. The North Beach under-10s, big game this weekend, actually. It's the first time I've heard that open. Yeah, that's the first. I don't mind it. Um, and I'm still trying to find out how uh, Adams only ended up with 24 touches last night. But <laughs> What did you need him for? <laughs> 27 and a half. I can't work that out now. Britt, mate, what have we got on today? Uh, today we're going to the races, but we're looking forward to what's on this weekend. I'm looking forward to all the Olympic action, and yep. uh, obviously we'll go through a little bit of a deep dive on what we can look forward to as Australians. But on Tuesday, I believe it's the finals, and there's two young Trinity boys, who mm. locals, who are in medal contention in the rowing. So I'm really looking forward to that on Tuesday. Did you ever have rowing week at your school? No, 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 no rowing. Um, tell us... Oh, I listened during the week. Tommy Hawkins yes. was a, not a rower, but beat all the rowers, didn't he? Yeah, no, so the rowers are obviously super powerful. And you know they do their mm. ergos, and mm. like when you obviously can't get on the water at mm. every single minute of the day, they sit on these ergos. Now, at school where where we attended, the rowers walked around with their shirts off and yeah. flapping their wings. Thought mm. they ran the joint, and uh, it got to the stage where we might have um, thought we'd had enough of the rowers because it sort of... <laughs> We were the kings, and they were trying to take our thrones. And um, we challenged them to an ergo off, and they could give us their best, and we'd give and would give our best. And so we nominated our best ergo puller, and they sent their captain. And um, lo and behold, uh, believe it or not, the footballers took out the ergo. So um, <laughs> we did send Tom Hawkins, who yep. was six foot eight and one hundred and thirty kilos <laughs> at the time, but uh, he was our ergo leader and absolutely smashed it out of the park, Mick. Yeah, I had a quick uh, foray into into rowing when I was at uni. Uh, yep. The campus I was staying on, we did a bit of rowing, and we just, you know, mixed uh, eight guys in, just have a crack at it. We ended up <laughs> we in go. the bank. We, end, we ended up on the banks of the Yarra River in the Melbourne. The swamp. Um, the, the first effort. So, not a great uh, foray into rowing. Hey, Zave, what I'm looking forward yeah. to. Well, I'm going. I'm going to do a little bit of a, a deep dive into the Perth Wildcats season. They had oh, their yeah. they, their muck up night essentially. Their presentation night during the week. It was a big show. They were carrying on a bit. Always but John is, Mooney, isn't it? Yeah, John Mooney took out the Gordon Ellis Medal. Uh, with the best and fairest, Bryce Cotton in second. Mitch Norton, he had to take the trailer, Mitch Norton. He got a, a swag of awards. He got the Players Player, yep. uh, the Andrew Vlahov medal, which is Best Defensive Player. Now, yeah. I think Damian Martin should be a bit stiff not to have that named after him. But anyway, Mitch Norton got that. Well, Most no, Mardo has the league medal named after him. Like the oh, actual, well. the whole, the whole, the whole glitz and glamour. That's a slight flex then for Mardo. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Hey, and then I love these awards. The most improved, Luke Travers. So that pretty much says, Luke, you were garbage at the start of the year and you got yeah. better. Yeah, I like the most yeah. improved awards. Mick, can you give us what the awards actually mean, please? So obviously yeah. most improves mean you're absolutely garbage early. What about come player's good. player? The player's player is, you mean, uh, Brit. So that's that's actually a really good one. That's yeah. what I was thinking. How, so you are renowned, you how you are renowned by the players. And in AFL landscapes, usually it's after each game, the players will vote on who their player's mm. player of the match was. And then essentially a cumulative build up of all, all the players mm, players Mick. across the year will get that award. Also very good the players player, Brit, is if there's an event on on the Saturday night after a win, the players player doesn't miss one. No. Always no. comes mm. out with the lads. Always. So that's where the players player comes from. Mick, what else you got? So so the players player, that's a little bit of a background what that is. The coach's award. Now Brit, what that means is <laughs> this co the coach's award is you're a sucker. Yeah, you're <laughs> a sucker. You're, you're, you're yeah. a dork, you're a geek, and <laughs> here you are. Yeah. What do you want me to do, Trev? What do so you want who me to do? Mick? I don't want to win that. Um Tom, Jer Tom Jervis. Oh, yeah. He doesn't get on the court much anymore these Tommy days. Tom Jervis. Yeah, he's so he's, good. The he's waving the towel. He's yeah, out there waving yeah, the towel yeah, and bringing yeah. them around. And making so. sure the drinks are full. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, they had a good night. And Body Magic, your man, Zay, yes. was there. So that's how I knew it was on. Body Magic on Instagram um, was was 
highlighting everything that happened. His mum bought the car, which was probably donated by Newtown Toyota, to be honest. Yeah, it would so, have been. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Body Madge, but tell us a bit about your, your Mate, um, experience Body Madge. Body so, Madge. Body Magic is, uh, it, follow me on Instagram, but it, when I was working for Hit 92.9, which no longer mm. exists, um, I was a... An easy target. I was bullied, Brit, and mm-hmm. uh, it was it was basically around the um, the body composition that I'm currently. I've deconditioned a fraction over the period of time, and um, <laughs> I, and I was an easy target. And he got sick of hearing me get um, smacked over the ears by callers and my co-host. Mm. That he texted me saying, "Let's get you in the gym." And we he started didn't like do- them calling you fat. Yeah, so mm. that's sort of what we're going for there. He didn't <laughs> like me getting called fat, so uh, we started doing some gym workouts and then got into it. And before I know it, I'm sitting back watching Love Island. <laughs> And he's passionate a couple of girls in the pool. <laughs> so that was uh, Body Magic bought the $30,000 car on mm. Thursday night. You made him. You made him, Zave, didn't you? Well, it's funny. There was two of us in the gym at the time and only one of us made it to Love Island. So I don't know what that <laughs> says about me, but uh, I think they made the right choice. That's, uh, that's Britt Taylor at the end there in the cheer squad with her, her nuffy floggers getting into it. Of course, Britt is a member of the West Coast cheer squad, but we're speaking to Jamie Graham, the backline coach. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning, team. Thanks for having me. Mate, uh, big uh, big win over in Adelaide. Uh, exciting. Back to be home. Full crowds. It's a, uh, it was a load off the shoulders last weekend getting back on the winner's board. Yeah, I must admit it was X. It had been a cut. Tough couple of weeks, and um, you know we weren't playing great footy. Uh, we know that, and our, our brand. Uh, we wanted to execute over four quarters and find some consistency, and, and we felt over there, despite it being pretty tough early on, um, we did bring four quarters of effort and um, ended up getting over Adelaide, who at their best we know the intensity they bring, even though they're, they're a young team. So yeah, we're pleased to to get the result. How much confidence has that given the boys going into today, and how do you win today? Yeah, our confidence in sports important. We, you know, we possibly were lacking a little bit of that through our through our performances um, in the previous three weeks. Um, but yeah, it's important to get on the winners list. It was important for some of our leaders to find some form, um, and it was great for our young guys to come in. Like Connor West played his first game and contributed, and it just added some spirit around the around the group. So it's important leading to this week uh, against St Kilda, who uh, they're in really good form and. Uh, they're going to be tough to beat. Jamie, you'd work very, very closely with the man that's playing 150 games this weekend, Jeremy McGovern. So, key back, big name. He's had a bit of an in-and-out year this year, but hit his, hit his straps last week. Talk to us about his personality. I don't think he's, he'd be one to get too down on himself uh, and drag himself through, through the mud too much. No, he's, uh, it's fantastic for him to play his milestone. He's... Uh, he's a great competitor, and we, we know the talent he's got. It's taken him a little bit of time to, to get to this point, but he's he's fantastic um, around the club. He's a leader in his own way. Um, and you're right, he, he doesn't get down, although he's got high expectations on himself. So, um, But it's important he stays in the moment and keeps back in his, his ability, and it was great to see him get back to some, some form last week. And you mentioned Connor West there briefly. I've got a bit of a man crush on him. I like yeah, the way same. he goes about it. Yeah, he's I'm, I'm down. Not, 19 possessions, Jamie, but 13 yeah. in the contest. So he just got in and got his knees dirty. Yeah, he, that was what he was going to bring. That's his strengths. He um, brings great intensity around the contest. And uh, the boys love him. He, he hasn't been around the club too long, but everyone loves having him around. And 
they really enjoyed playing with him. So we knew that's what we were going to get. And, and you're right, he, I think he made it known after the game that he was leading contested possession players. So, uh, <laughs> hey, we'll JG, a bit of a weird one in crossing uh, the train tracks to Fremantle. Were you yes. nearly Dave Mundy's draft? Uh, I reckon I wasn't too far off. I was, okay. um, I was I was down there training, and I wasn't good enough to get on their list. And, uh, yeah, I think Mundy, um, yeah, he got drafted that year. Uh, he's, uh, he's had a fantastic career. Hasn't can't he believe um, I'm 38. So I can't believe he's still playing footy. Yeah, can you um, imagine? So good on him. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. Season, Social just... basketball's got me enough done. <laughs> hey, uh, mate, last one from me. Uh, uh, dual best and fairest winner at the West Coast Eagles. Uh, had groin problems for the last two years. Elliot Yo, uh, he, yep. sh- he showed glimpses over the last six weeks, but I reckon uh, against Adelaide, he showed more than glimpses. He showed that match-winning capacities back. Yeah, you're right. He has had glimpses. I know. Um, I reckon the last quarter of the Richmond game, he really mm. stood up for us, and we thought, "Geez, we know you know what you're going to get from him from that contest and intensity around the contest." And we know he's very competitive. And uh, yeah, he's definitely getting his match fitness back along along with some of the other mids and, and the chemistry. But he's he's critical to us with um, just his competitiveness. And you know, when he puts the foot down and he, and he mm. wants to get some field position for us, he's pretty important. So. Great to see he's, he's building. And good to see that, uh, that COVID's done the righty by West Coast and had Raul Marshall removed from the squad. But uh, what do you do for to beat St Kilda? Their, their form early was really, really poor. Their form the last yeah. month's been really, really good. Yeah, their last uh, month has been very good. Uh, they've, where they've really improved is with their defensive work in their front half. They're, they're locking in, play, playing a field position game, um, but the other strength is the fact that they can rebound off half-back really quickly with some of their running backs. Uh, so that's a little bit of their style, and and as far as the contest goes, their mids have been getting big numbers. Uh, I know Marshall's out, but mm. Ryder's, Ryder's a pretty handy ruckman, and he's been around a long time. He's pretty crafty, so it's going to be a real uh, battle in the midfield. Uh, important that we do get some field position ourselves. I know the last couple of weeks we have had 68 well, 58 and 60 inside 50s. Um, so that's going to be important that we can try and win that battle and get some field position. Mate, we're going to let you go. Thanks very much for jumping on. Good luck today. And uh, <laughs> listeners out there, keep your eye out for Jamie Graham and higher mm. coaching honours. That's mm. all I'll say, JG. Yeah. Good luck yeah. today, mate. Good on your team. Thank you. This motorsport update is brought to you by Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Now, what a special week this is, not only because there was a lot of more motorsport to cover, but the man who just celebrated his 21st, Rusty. <laughs> of course, grab his podcast at Rusty's Garage on the Listener app. Good morning, Rusty. How are you, mate? Zane, Britt, Mickey, good morning to you guys. Yes, uh, a little older, none the wiser. <laughs> How was your 21st? Yeah, terrific. Yeah. I, uh, I wish we didn't have lockdowns getting in the road of it. But anyway, I, I feel 21, even if the body disagrees with that. Oh. So, yeah. Mate, off the back of the lockdown chat there, plenty of events have been postponed. Tell me Bathurst is going to plough on. So it is going to plough on, but there is uh, one person calling for it to potentially, from its current date, be postponed or delayed. So that's Peter Adderton, who is championing the bid of Greg Murphy and uh, yep. Richie Stanaway, the wildcard entry, um, among others. Uh, he's spoken about this with Speed Cafe overnight. I, I actually think this is a conversation that has merit. Um, they did an amazing job last year to mm-hmm. stage the race, but it was without a crowd. Now, that's like an AFL or, or rugby league grand final yeah. without a crowd. It's very, very tough. We're trying to avoid that again this year. This might just buy a little bit of time for New South Wales, given what's going on there at the moment, and get it into a, a bit of a clearer um, space. So whether we change the date or not remains to be seen, but I think it's at least a conversation worth having for sure. 
Beautiful. Rusty, what's the latest on the supercar schedule staying in Queensland? And what's the word on a Perth race? Uh, a Perth race? Well, I mean, this is all being debated at the moment about the, the impact of borders and, you know, what it means for New Zealand even, for mm. example, and, and would it be hard to, to do the event in WA? There's such great passion there for that event at Barbagallo or at, um, or at Wanneroo. The next event on the calendar is scheduled for after the Olympics, around the 21st of August for Queensland Raceway. So they'll go back to, uh, they affectionately call it the Paperclip, but it's a great little venue that you can see all of the, the track, a little bit of a you know an amphitheatre-type scenario. So no commercial TV for that. It would just be on subscription or, or pay TV. Um, the challenges, of course, for the Victorian teams, depending upon where they are at with COVID down there and whether they'd need to sort of isolate like the rugby league team, teams do in a, in a bubble-type scenario for a few weeks before the race. Um, mm. We have to wait and see what, what happens there, guys. So a few little, few little challenges, but some good mm. people endeavouring to keep the show on the road. I mean, Perth is the place to be. We'll run it through the city yeah. from Cot to the city. We'll do that back and forth. <laughs> hey, Rusty, last week we were looking forward to the British Formula One Grand Prix, and it's been remarkable for many reasons. The crash oh, between oh, Hamilton oh, and Verstappen, oh, oh, it was just crazy, wasn't on it? for young and old. Uh, the concerning yeah. thing, the trolls are now out. They've attacked Lewis. It's not good. This is disgraceful. I mean, uh, I would like to think that Aussie motorsport fans were not a part of this. And if they were, please leave. Don't, don't mm. support our code anymore. They're, they're, we don't want that stuff, right? Lewis uh, is arguably the greatest um, and, and one of the greatest of all, of all time. There'd be lots of debate over the move that he made on Max Verstappen. When they made contact, you know, it sent Max into the tyre barrier, 51 to the incident. Uh, he looked to be... Uh, you know, a bit too far back, a bit ambitious, yep. the, the move that he made. But for those, whatever it was, six or seven corners, when they were going wheel to wheel, battling for the lead, oh, it so was good. epic. The, cra- the crowd were on their feet. Yeah. Now, we're going to have, as a result of it, the, the Drivers' Championship's tightened up. It's going to be a terrific battle for the rest of the season. And there'll be lots of talk about this rivalry. Support whichever side you want. You know, no, no problem there. But, but keep the social hate, keep the racial stuff. We do not want that. That is unacceptable. Mate, we couldn't agree with you any more in here. Thanks again, and uh, again, happy birthday from us in Perth, mate. Of course, if you want more, Rusty, grab Rusty's Garage on the listener app. Thanks, Rusty. River, guys, have a nice weekend. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Get a $700 trade-in on selected water heaters when you purchase a new SolarHeart hot water system. And we will also know how the rowers are going because Britt gets very emotionally invested and you'll hear her cheering in the yes, background. It won't you be will. So, so very good. So keep, uh, keep us across that whilst I run this quiz. And we We're running second. Con- okay, we're welcoming our contestant from Hammond Park, Shannon. Good morning. Hello. How are you? Who are you chatting to there, Shannon? Oh, can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? Hello, how are you? Two steps to your left, Shannon. <laughs> there you go. Good. Uh, how are you this morning? Very good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. What's on for the day? Um, footy all day. Um, right now I'm watching my um, 10-year-old two nieces play in an all-boys team pretty much oh, apart oh, from them. Beautiful. Are they dominating? Um, oh, well, my niece is the youngest in the team and she's the tallest by a head. So. Oh, well done. <laughs> Shout out to yeah, the team. So what what cool. team is it? Jandicott Jets. The Jandicott Jets. Like Jets. Big shout out to the Jandicott Jets. We'll get into the quiz. Two hundred dollars yeah. up for grabs, Shannon. Nice. So you can take them out for a, a feed afterwards. That'd be good. Sounds uh, good. Question one. Who do you follow? West Coast, Frio? That's not Fremantle. the question. 
Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. We're finally got a free metal supporter. Free. So now Mick goes to quiz A, the easy yeah. one. There you go. <laughs> hey, David Mundy plays 350 games tomorrow. Shannon? Yes. Who is the yes, only docker to have played more games than David? Matthew Pavlich. Oh, well done. Oh, Shannon loved it. Hey, a little bit of a layup there, Shan. A little bit of a layup to start us off. But anyway, we'll uh, move actually, on. Actually, I saw him last night. Actually, and got a photo with him in oh, <laughs> yeah, He'd wear a good cologne, I reckon, Matt Pab. Did he smell nice? He smelled nice, and he always looks nice. He's so mm. presentable. Every time I see him, he just looks the be- like the well, part. He's getting, he's getting better with age. I reckon he's done a little bit of work. I'm going to have a chat to him about so what he's getting so done. So you see, you're getting a bit flustered, are you? Shan, we've yes. got um, the Olympics going on at the moment. And yes, the Matildas, they kicked off, uh, pardon the pun, but they kicked off on Wednesday night and had a win. But who is the Perth-based captain of the Matildas? Stan Kerr. Bang, bang, bang. Well, well, well. Told you this was the Fremantle version. <laughs> uh, very good. Hey, so we're going to now move to question three. Yes. Giannis Antetokotomatu. <laughs> Thank you, Basil. Hey, Mickey that man, hates that. He hates the, it. The, the Greek freak, uh, Shannon. Giannis Antetokotomatu. <laughs> that is yes. the Greek freak, yeah, Greek freak who won the MVP of the NBA playoffs recently. Yes. How many points did he score in the playoff winning match? Game six, how many points did he score? It's multiple choice. Oh, multiple choice. So okay. A, A, 40, B, 50. Or C, sixty-five, and of course oh you've, you've got you, you can so, you can defer to either Brittany or myself for one answer, Shannon. Yes, I will refer okay. to yourself, well, please. I'm just waiting for a mate. So just waiting Re- for a mate. Refer to me. So okay. you can Zave. refer to Xavier or Brittany, who's got Google up at the moment. No, but I didn't listen to the question yeah, of no, watching I'm, the rowing. Yeah, they're winning the Aussies. <laughs> I'll go X. I'll go X. He'll yeah. know okay, for sure. Fine. All right, Shan. Uh, you said you're a female supporter. I think it was 60. <laughs> no, nah, it was 50, mate. A big 50 burger. So he dropped 50 <laughs> points right. in the final game. What was the question? I followed the whole series, too, the Bucks and the, and the Phoenix Suns, and I was so – I wanted the Bucks to win, and I was so keen when they won, but it was the only game of the series that I didn't get to watch because I was at work. Hey, well, just for a bonus uh, pair of trackies, mate, can you try and say his last name, please? Giannis? Yeah, his last name? Oh, I have actually no idea what his last name is, sorry. Giannis Antetokotomitou. Yeah, too hard to avoid it. I've just got someone coming through my ear. This quiz is running a bit long. So question three is run and one. You've got three out of three. Perfect. Well done, Shan. You're on your own now, though. Question four. Who was the West Coast Eagle? to debut last week that was picked up in the mid-season draft? Oh, my God. Oh. Was it east no. or north, south? From from uh, West Perth? He, north, south, east. Perth. Son of? Son oh, of my a, God. The, the sun sets in there. He's actually a gun, too, and he kicked a goal. I'm sorry, I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, Shan. Shan, Shan, Shan. It was Connor West. Connor West, damn it. Connor West. But, uh, hey, bad luck. We'll have to jackpot the quiz next week to $400. You enjoy the football there this morning uh, and the rest of your weekend, which is immersed with football, Shannon. And, Shan, we'll throw in a pair of Triple M trackies for being a, a very good player this morning, mate. How's that sound? Oh, thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. The Newtown Toyota.